Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why am I so nervous? Hello, my name is Lauren, and you're listening to A Seat at the Coffee Table. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a seat at the coffee table. <laughs> I'm here with a very good friend of mine. Um, Hello, we've known everyone. each other for yeah. like three, four years. Yeah. YouTube? No, like we've known each other oh. for like three or four years. <laughs> we don't know each other from YouTube. Yeah, known each other since freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah, it's crazy. Three years ago. Yeah. Or three years. That's crazy. Okay, this is Batoda. Hello, Batoda. Hello. How are you doing today? Um, I'm I'm doing pretty decent. You know, since like online school started, it's been a struggle to wake up in the morning. Yeah. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's good. So tell people, some people might not know who you are. So tell people a little bit about you. Where do you go to school? What's your major? Okay. Where do you live? (laughs) Well, hey guys, I'm Batota. I live in San Francisco, California, but I go to school at American University in DC, which is a trip across across the country. Um, I'm majoring in film and media arts. Um, She's going to be a famous director, guys. Look out for her name, Batota. (laughs) I'm actually getting into acting, which is interesting. Like, I, like, last semester, I acted in this uh, web series that, like, some AU alumni were shooting. And so that was, that was fun. And it's, yeah, it's been, it's been good. I also do YouTube, trying to get back into YouTube because I took a good old year-long break. Oh, yeah. There's some good time capsules in yeah. <laughs> deep in her YouTube uh, If you want a uh, combination of my college experience, look at my YouTube channel. Cause Yeah, I'll put it in. If you guys want to check out her YouTube channel, I'll put it in the description of this episode and y'all can uh, check it out. But yeah. yeah. So this episode, we're going to talk about our time in college and just like we've been through a lot together. And I'm really excited. I feel like we learned a lot, too. So I'm excited to talk about it, um, share some things that we learned. And yes. Yeah. Yay for personal growth, because it was a trip. It happened. All right, so let's talk about how we met. How did we meet, Batota? We were on the same floor freshman year, and our freshman year floor was a group. It was oh it yeah, was- <laughs> oh yeah. We had some some characters on that floor. Yeah. We were Andy talk- three north, <laughs> three north. We were just talking with our other. Well, we texted in our Snapchat and the other day, and we were just like, oh, yeah. like I feel like I imagined it. Like these 
people cannot be real. (laughs) There's no way. Every time my Snapchat like memories come up with the dates, I'm like, I don't even, I feel like I don't even know them anymore. And definitely all of them are totally different now than they used to be. I mean, I know I am. Yeah. Freshman year was definitely a growth for every single person on our floor because we came in and we left different people. Oh, yeah. Some people yeah. left earlier. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people left earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was it was crazy. Um, but I feel like our floor was like really close too, which was kind of like bad also because like we all knew each other. And then when things would come up, it would literally affect like all of us. It was like that's why like all the time when I, people ask, I'm like freshman year was the best and worst year of my life of college yeah because it had a lot of highs but it had a lot of lows because like yeah the closeness of everyone it worked really well and it made the experience fun in the beginning and like bonded everyone but then like when things start to go downhill it all goes downhill which is a problem but (laughs) I think we met I think we were in I walked into your room and we were doing some sort of we were playing some sort of game Yes. Oh my, I remember this. I think it was the second night. Cause the first yeah. night we all like were, remember like one, one guy was playing the guitar and like we, <laughs> yeah. and then like we played cards against humanity, like on the Island. And yeah. the second night, the second night was crazy. The second night we were playing like a game. Cause I'm a summer camp counselor. You guys already know this, but we were playing like one of those games that I played and like people were just walking in and like playing and I, yeah, I think you walked in. We were like the first two weeks, like m- our room was like the room to be at. Yeah. And especially it was, it's so funny because like, I don't really talk about my freshman year roommate because like there's nothing to really talk about in that relationship yeah. at all. Yeah. But, like, Not that it was, like it was bad or good or yeah. anything. It was just, yeah. It was just that what it was. But like no one knew who my roommate was because we would like the, the first... <laughs> couple months probably like first two months of school we like didn't we talked like in our room because we lived in the same room but we didn't like it didn't seem like we were roommates outside of that because we were just yeah. our own thing and so I would yeah. just like the first week of school we just walk down the hallway and see what people were doing and then I walked into their room and they were playing some sort of game that s- somehow led to a Harry Potter conversation and like us looking up our houses <laughs> and <laughs> I totally forgot about that that is crazy. And do you remember when we were watching? We had like we lived on a um, what's it called? University College. So like you yeah. live with the people you take class with. My class was a like a Broadway class, so everybody was like into theater. And so like some nights we would like blast music in the hallway and like sing Broadway. It was Hamilton. Hamilton was constantly playing in that hallway for the first two months of school. Oh, yeah. Well, Hamilton came out when we were in high school. So, like, it was our whole life. But, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Wow. (laughs) That was a crazy time. Yeah. It was just so fun. I kind of missed the, like, the whole thing of, like, not knowing people. So, just putting yourself out and meeting everyone, even though it's, like, it's rough. But it's, like, also, like, get you out of your shell. Yeah, I think that's also like a very unique aspect of college that you don't really get anywhere else. Like you have what, like 40, 50 people living together, like in a community, you're all like in this new place, you don't know who you are, and you're trying to figure it out. So like, I feel like it's like, it's like inevitable to be messy. 
Yeah. And messy it was. But I will say that our experience was definitely different than a lot of other floors. I think we had a special yeah. group of people. Yes, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like people like we make it seem bad, but like there are people we still talk to. There are people who are have been in three year relationships. Like mm-hmm. there are two couples from our floor that are still together and they're like holding it down. So Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about our friend group and all of us. So there were six of us and, um, I don't really know like how we all ended up being like a thing, but it, I feel like it just kind of like happened. Maybe you remember. Wait, who are this? Wait, it was my roommate. Yeah. You. And then your neighbor. Our co oh, so across. yeah your neighbor from across from you and then the two at the end of our hall and then what about are we counting the one that they forced us to kick out of the group um yeah we can yeah yeah we have to because yeah. that's important that's important okay mm-hmm. um we are going there is a leader in this friend group that mm-hmm. we have to discuss because she is the the center of everything Mm -hmm. um we're not gonna say her name because we even though we don't talk to her we still respect her privacy so we are gonna call her megan no offense to any megan's out there we just we're just gonna call her megan (laughs) um okay so mm, megan is batota's neighbor yeah yes megan is batota's neighbor and so what do you remember like our friend group dynamic like being like okay with her in it the start of it it was like basically freshman like you just find your friend group beginning the first two weeks of school essentially yeah and like I know my friend group was like different like I will say like the the first few days of school it was very different I like was friends with people kind of I don't know it was kind of random and they wanted to do something I was and then when I went to a club with this group of girls, which ended up being a completely different friend group and running into issues later on. But like, and then I think we just also going to clubs, just want to preface going to clubs in DC. You can go when you're 18 plus. It's very normal to go to clubs. But there's like two. There's yeah. Like, yeah. People go to the same two. But yeah. Yeah, it was an experience. I didn't go back to that experience after freshman year, but it was, it was, yeah. But I remember we, our friend group came about when we started like wanting to go to museums or something. Yeah. And we just kind of, they just kind of asked each other to go and we ended up going and then we just started hanging out from that yeah. point. And it was like, it was interesting because like we obviously didn't know each other that well. So we didn't really know our dynamic or how we really felt about each other. It was a really odd transition, but I definitely, I don't know about you, but from the very beginning, I felt some, like, animosity coming from the, Megan from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, like she would ask me to hang out, and then, like, I'd walk into a room where you guys were hanging out, and then everyone would get quiet, and it was, like, clear that something was off. 
And I don't know, that was just like the marker of our relationship of me in that friend group. And it was just like terrible. I even wrote blogs about it. Like I wrote blog posts talking about like, oh I'm, my gosh, I remember that. Yeah, I like I yeah. wrote blogs and I was just like, I don't like it here. Like, I don't know if people like me. It's so confusing. I've never like dealt with it before because in high school, like it was abundantly clear if people didn't like you and it was abundantly yeah. clear they did. And that's how like people function. But it was just like, unlike any other relationship I really had. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I, I feel like I was very manipulated in that. Like I was, I was like, I wouldn't say like a minion, but like kind of like I she just made me not think about to be honest. And maybe it's like I feel guilty about this, but like I didn't notice it at first. Like I didn't like I didn't notice she was excluding people out. Like I thought she just specifically wanted to hang out with certain people like for that activity because like, oh, maybe she think she thought that like we wouldn't that person wouldn't like doing a certain activity or like going to a museum or things like that. I think it took me a while to realize that, like, oh, she's specifically exclu- excluding this person just because she doesn't like them. Yeah. I was going to say, that was probably the first time. I know it sounds weird when I say it like this, but, like, it felt like she liked the idea of me as a person, but she didn't like me as a person. You know mm. what I mean? Like, she would always talk about, like, oh, my gosh, your YouTube channel, this and that, and, like, like the things I did. But then it's like when I was around, she didn't really, really want to be around me. She just wanted to be associated yeah. with me. And it was really, it was really weird because I never really felt that before. Like mm. people have like brought up my YouTube and stuff before. And it's not like I have like a huge following or anything. People just like, like the idea of someone being out there and putting themselves out there and stuff like that. But like, she was like, it was like, she loved to talk about like those aspects of me, but didn't like me. And it was so yeah. weird. Like I, I never thought about that. Like the marking moment that I like realized I was like, this girl is not like me. Like she doesn't like me. She doesn't want to be my friend. Was the moment when I was hanging out with our other friend. We'll call her Stephanie. Julia. Oh, Julia. Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll I go call her Stephanie. Ever <laughs> <laughs> like I think. I always talk about this moment, like when we're talking about her, just because like yeah. I'm hanging out with Stephanie in the lounge, right? And like mm-hmm. um, Megan comes in and is like, "Hey, we're hanging out in my room. Do you want to come?" And she looks straight at Stephanie and like acts like I'm not there. And like that would be like in a friendship, like if I was my best friend, you know, if it was my friends that I knew and stuff, it would be like, "Oh, I did something wrong, and there's something like I should ask her what's up." But it's like, I knew yeah. I did nothing at that point because we weren't even that close for me to do anything like negative towards like, I don't really do that type of stuff. But she like completely ignored my presence. And I was like very confused because like up until that point, she was like asking to hang and to go to the museum with her. And she was like, you should vlog and like this and that. Mm, yeah. But then it was like, that was a moment I was like, hmm, something is off in this relationship. And then I kind of started to like, almost distance my heart from it like I would still like hang out but I was like I really can't take anything in this relationship personal because you knew I knew it wasn't good for you yeah I knew something was off so yeah yeah I I, de- I that is the like the conversation that we always talk about when we talk about this friend group is that um I remember when I left we were doing a gift exchange and it was it wasn't even with I think at that point you 
and Stephanie had left. Like you guys were done um, with our friend group. So it was just the four of us. So my roommate and then the two, Megan, and then another girl that we just, we won't talk about her. Um, but we were doing a gift exchange for Christmas and we agreed to get like everybody a gift. It wasn't going to be like big. Right. Um, and she was, Megan was like, Oh, we're going to do like $20 per person. $20 per person. <laughs> like I don't let also let me press this. Like people in college, I've never met people in college who have so like people in general who have so much money. Like they just have so much money that they just like, use and they just do stuff with like they don't think about saving money they don't think about like you know they just they just use it like freely um and so Megan was kind of like that and I didn't have like I worked a summer job so that I could use that money throughout the year and like it didn't last me long and so she definitely like valued your money and so when I was looking at like gifts, like I wanted to do it because like we were friends, it's Christmas, like it's a giving time, I'm a giving person, sure, we'll get each other gifts. So I got mine like on a deal, like I got a discount, like, well, not discount, but you know, like I was pretty frugal with my gifts because I didn't want to spend $20 per person um because that's yeah, ridiculous. You kind of browse that clearance section. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. So, and then like, I remember it was just like one moment. I think I like, I started hanging out with you more and like talking to you more about like why you left. Cause you weren't hanging out with us. I'll add that like that point, Megan made it like abundantly clear that she didn't really care about that relationship anymore. Like yeah. I wasn't even asked to be part of this, uh, like uh, gift exchange or anything. Like it was clear that like, I was not really part of their core friend group anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we were in the lounge. Well, we, we were talking, you know, about just everything. And you were giving me clues of like, this is why. And I was like, oh yeah, I see that. And I was like, kind of thinking about it, about like leaving, but I wasn't really sure. Cause I like really liked this girl, like as a friend, like she was, she was my friend at the time. So I'm in the lounge and she comes in and she's like, oh, like I just got all your gifts. Like, I'm so excited for you to get them. And I was like, oh, like I just got mine too. And I got like really good deals on all of them. And she was like, you got them on a deal? And I was like, yeah, like I don't have a lot of money. And she's like, we agreed to pay $20 per person. It's not really fair if everybody's spending $20 and yours is at $20. It's not, don't you, don't you think that's not fair? And I was like, um no like you're getting a gift from me like it's my hard-earned money like I don't, I don't have money like you like I have to save I don't I don't I literally don't and so she was like okay like you can still do the gift exchange but I just don't think it's fair and I was like and I remember I looked at you and you were just like Lauren you gotta leave it <laughs> like I, re I remember the look and you were just like I wish you could <laughs> I, my face. I gave like you know the black person the black something and you're like okay not my yeah. business <laughs> yes also important to note we were the only two black girls in this friend group which has another just dynamic I remember specifically oh my gosh I remember specifically Megan told me that I was her first black friend she's like you're my first black friend you should be like so excited and I was like okay <laughs> that was when it started when I was like okay I'm I'm done but yeah, yeah. So that happened and then like do you want to talk about that night when we went to the show do you remember that was that night right 
Yeah. Well, basically, this the whole interaction with the gift exchange happened in the morning, and they yeah. like our friend Stephanie was in a show, and they had an early showing and a late showing, and then we we're in the, when we were in like our floor's lounge. When we were talking about it, we we're like, we should just go right now. We're not doing anything. Like they're about to have the first show, and she was like, no, we're not doing that. And it was like really, it was really like okay. I she was like, I have the final say. Basically, like that tone was like, oh. I say whatever I say goes. And then so everyone- Regina George. Yep. <laughs> That's what we talk about. Every time we talk about the friend group, it's literally mean girls. It's Regina George. Yeah, it's it was worse in high school. I never had like mean girls like that in high school. Never. Like yeah, people would start rumors occasionally, but it was never like explicit like mean girls. But like that night we went to the show and like I don't remember, we were in line and then I think you were the one that was like, Oh, let's play the piano while we're waiting or yeah. something. Yeah, and I played the piano, and so I wanted to play. There was, like, a, I went to find one and play, because they were, like, we were early, so, like, there was, like, 20 minutes. And I was, like, oh, let's find a piano and play. And she was, like, no. <laughs> or, like, something, like, she was, like, I, what did she say specifically? Like, that's so dumb, or something. Oh, like, yeah. Something oh, yeah, she said it, like, under her breath, too. She was, like, that's so dumb. Why would you want to play the piano? I was, like, girl. Yeah. I like doing that. And that's, like, another thing. Like, she always put you down or at least for me like she put me down for things that I liked to do I think the one thing that like hurt me the most that she did she like I remember we were having a talk about like religion or something like that she was mad at something and she was like I just don't understand like why people and she knew that I was a Christian like she knew I believed in God she knew my faith was important to me and she was like I don't understand how like people believe in God like it just doesn't make sense to me like all this like stuff, yada, yada, yada. That was very insulting to me. But then dare I say something about her and she would get like very defensive and be like, you can't say that. You don't know anything about me. And it's interesting because she had another like thing against like my roommate he had like uh, a Buddha yeah. thing. And she was like, that's, she said that that was wrong. And she's making she was like almost like gatekeeping that religion and then feeling the type of way about not talking about another religion like that, even though she doesn't even practice. So it was really interesting. And like, and also another thing, cause she was also a minority, I will say. And like, I remember there was this conversation we had about race and it was just, it was like not it at all. And it was like clear, like, yeah, it was she, like her, like the way she speaks, it's like her, her opinion is valued over anyone else's yeah and it's like you can't say anything about it because you don't have a say and so yeah even there were so many little things along the way that I was just like I cannot do this friendship like I remember one it wasn't time a friendship. Dad, yeah. yeah it was just like her having a say in everything like yeah. I remember her dad came and like she offered to get me something at the store or, like because her dad was there and her dad bought it and she made me pay her she made me pay her back when her dad bought it as a- yeah I was like, that's what I was saying when I was like, she owned like the like money was more valuable to her than like, like us, like a friend, like a human being. And that's just like not, you know, and like if you like if you like were going out and we like had to take an Uber, like I would be like, oh, let's take the Metro. It's free. We had free metro cards y'all we have free metro cards and she's like let's uber it's faster i was like uber is 25 dollars yeah can we talk about that okay one of our close friends basically this there's a girl in our friend group we're gonna call her karen that was kicked out by megan 
before like any of us like left. And this girl, Karen planned her birthday, coordinated with her parents, did all this stuff, really cared about Megan. And then two weeks later, Megan decided to kick her out. You want, and the reason, and the reason was because, (laughs) because Karen said she would get this, Karen said she would get with this guy on her floor who one of our friends hooked up with, not even had a relationship with, hooked up with. And it's not like, I'm not even about like all that culture and stuff, but like that being a reason, you're going to kick someone out of the friend group, no questions asked. And Megan called a whole meeting saying that like, we got to cut her off. And I was like, I remember. And Karen was the nicest person that friend group. No questions asked. I still feel bad to this day, like literally to this day that I didn't say anything. About like, hey, this is wrong. That you're like, like I, I was a part of it, and I that's, feel, I feel bad about it every single day. That's another thing. Like, I feel like one reason I really had to go was like, there was also another incident with another friend that wasn't like in the friend group, but she was like my friend and like friends of other people, and mm-hmm. she was on that floor, and basically we were going to like this Halloween thing, and she didn't want her to come because she didn't like her, and I couldn't. And the reason she didn't like her, get this, she said that she was bossy. <laughs> and literally, I was like, I You was, really remember more than I do. <laughs> I know. I was so affected because, like, I burned so many bridges that I did not need to. And, like, yeah. I was friends with this girl, and I already planned, like, I talked to this girl previously saying that, yeah, we should go out. We should go out, some, like, to some sort of, like, a party or, like, a club, like, because she wanted to hang out. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then she wanted to do it on Halloween. And then, the, and then Megan was like, no, she can't come with us. And I was like, why? why? Can't she? Because no one else in the friend group had a problem with her. Only yeah. Megan, because this other girl saw through what Megan was doing r- truly and was like, this is not what's the best interest for us. And it was just terrible. And that just made me realize, like, I'm a person with, with this girl that I am don't want to be. Like, I don't want to be passive. I don't want to let things slide like this and, like, just let her be mean. And it was yeah. just like... This girl was so toxic. I think like now, so after we all, we kind of like left cold turkey. Like, after Christmas break, like, we came back and we just didn't talk to her. Like, I would occasionally see her in the laundry room or, like, on an elevator. And, like, I just wouldn't talk because there was no other... We didn't, like, have a falling out. Like, there was no, like, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because this, 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 and this. Like, I just stopped talking to her. Yeah. And sometimes I wish that I, like... Sometimes I wish that I like confronted her but I think it was like better for me to just like cold turkey just yeah I just I don't know I I do regret like saying something about it because she honestly was just so cruel to some people on her floor for no reason and it was like I just didn't understand where she thought she had the authority or like had the high standing to do that type of stuff. Cause I remember like, I like, I think Halloween, like after that whole incident with 
the other girl on our floor, I was like, that was when I really started to like leave and stop hanging out with the group. I was still like around it because I was still friends with like you guys. But like I was, I didn't hang out like with them explicitly. Like if she would ask me to hang out, I'd be like, "Mm, I can't like. And I also think I started, we started getting into ATV more at that point. Yeah, that's a club on campus. Shout out to ATV. We love them. They're like a, they're like the TV station. But so after that, um, we, uh, it was just like us three, like me, you, and then the other girl that also left with you. And we just like hung out like the whole semester, like just yeah. us. And also, our I fun. will tell you, that was when things started to like, for the better. And it was like so... It was such a like a roller coaster because there there were times that first friend group that I truly like did feel like I was like happy in it like there were times because I remember like we went somewhere and I was like guys I really wanted to leave but like you guys made me want to stay I remember that time. I remember that next I remember that story changed because I was like ah but then like the times when after I broke off were like my highlights like I remember just having just like not feeling the burden of like worrying about what people think of me so much because you're out of that and you're not constantly questioning whether like this person talks about you behind your back too because they talk about everyone else and like it was just so freeing like I remember like we yeah. play soccer like go to the chapel sing in the middle of the night uh, good times we still did that without them too and it was it was fun yeah. too but I feel like we like after that I feel like we we like kind of had trust issues kind of so maybe that's why we like did it but I feel like we did a lot of things together like as well like we tried new things together uh yeah like we did like uh, February we did campus outreach like that was when we started with that that's like our campus ministry group um and I feel like that's also like where we got like really close to because we could like bond like on a spiritual level and like get to know each other yeah that way that's true I do think that like that friend group and just freshman year in general beginning really damaged yeah the trust I can have and like also like whether it's a good or bad thing it made me realize that I don't need that many friends like I really really like wanted to come in please people and I wanted to be like that person with a lot of friends because I'm like I'm a social person but I feel like that almost made me like scared to have a lot of friends because inevitably I was like people are just not gonna like me or people are gonna talk about me I think it did damage like that in me and like just that sense of trust in new friendships but like it's also a good thing because I learned to be like alone for a little bit and like how to cope with that without being like lonely I guess like being alone and being like sufficient with that so yeah yeah, I I kind of agree with that. Like I it definitely damaged like the way that I like make friends. And I think like when I think about friendships, I just think about like not wanting to be damaged again in that way cuz it like it did even though we can laugh about it now, like it definitely hurt in the moment. So like now like I don't really like you know, I'm at the new school, I'm at ANT and like I I mean the, I blame the pandemic, but like I haven't like made a lot of friends like here. Like I have one, and she lives right there. But like, she's my she's my roommate. But like, yeah, it, it's like hard now. But yeah. I think because of that, I was a, I'm able to 
invest more in the friendships that I do have. And like I did, like I made a whole, whole lot more friends after I got out of that, um, that other friendship. Cause really she didn't let us talk to anybody else other than each other. Yeah. I feel like almost like it was damaging in the way that like, it's almost worse. Um, not knowing where you stand with someone and like constantly trying to please that person and like constantly being like, Oh, they still don't like me the way I thought like that friendship was going to be. And like, Oh, maybe I need to do something different or maybe it's something that I'm doing. Like quite constantly like questioning yourself than like someone flat out not liking you because yeah. it's like, it's like emotional, like torment. It's like literally torture like you're torturing yourself and like looking like within and like saying like what is wrong with me that's like not clicking with this person like I don't know like where I stand and it's like I can't ever win in that relationship so it's like it's terrible yep. um all right now that we're on that topic we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk about how to tell if you are in a toxic friendship So we're going to talk about ways to see if you are in a toxic friendship. So I have some signs. I know you probably have some signs. Yeah. Um, the signs for me are if you feel like you're being controlled, like if you can't make any decisions in the friend group, if you're you want to go to McDonald's and every time you want to go to McDonald's, they say no. Or like, you know, just like random stuff. Like if you want to go somewhere and they're like, no, we're going here. Like, why would you want to go there? Like, they always, like, shut you down for things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. That might be a sign that you're in a toxic friendship. Yeah. Another sign I would say is if you just truly don't know where you stand with the person and it's, like, a month in and you're still questioning, like, are we friends? That's probably not the best relationship to be in. I feel like I can tell, like, when I'm, like, friends with you. Like, there's one person that – do you remember – you remember Elise. I still talk to Elise. I love Elise. Oh yeah. 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 Um, we, we were in, uh, like a, it was like a freshman class. It was the dumbest class ever. I hated that. class. It was like a seminar class. We like learned about how to end racism. <laughs> it's a joke because it's actually the opposite. Um, and we were, we like, were in the same class and I, every time I saw her in class, I knew that we were going to be friends. Like there's some people, there's like very rare people where you look at them, you're like, I'm going to be friends with you one day. And like, it actually happened. So. Anyway. Yeah. That's true. I, I like for a second, I was like, who's Elise? Cause I know like two Elise and I was thinking of Elise oh. in my film class. But yeah, I would say a good like tip for like new friendships. And I don't think it's necessary for all friendships is like journaling and like mm -hmm. making sure, because a lot of times they'll psych you out into thinking like, oh, what you thought was happening wasn't happening, but taking, like, that's why blogging really helped me, because I actually can, like, look back and be, like, these, this was my thoughts at the beginning of this friendship, and they still haven't changed, so it's not, like, something, a new phenomenon, and don't let anyone, like, gaslight you into thinking, like, they're not doing what they're actually doing, because, like, it will just, like, deteriorate your mental health, so I yeah. recommend journaling, especially if you're, like, having trust issues and, like, just dealing with, like, kind of going through like the hardest hardships of a new friendship it really helps 
Yeah. Um, I think another one is if you haven't like set expectations for like communication, like if you are always assuming that they know what you want, like never in a friendship assume that somebody knows what you want. So like if I never hear from a friend, like I, and I'm like, oh, like I always text them. So I'm going to wait for them to text me. Like you haven't talked about that. Like some people literally genuinely don't talk to you until you have to open that up and communicate. Or like don't talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like for Batota, like I always text her because she doesn't text anybody. But like we understand that about each other. Like it's an understanding. But like if you are always questioning like why is she not texting me? Does she not like me anymore? Or like or he, you know, whoever, or why haven't they called me or why haven't they checked up on me? They know that like this is happening. If you haven't set the expectation, you can't expect them to do that. But also like if you're questioning it, like that's, that's yeah. yeah, I agree. And on that same line, like not making plans for yourself because you know, they're going to make plans for you. Like mm-hmm. a lot, of, like I know this one girl that was in a friend group, that I think is still friends with this person was just very like reliant on her, not even reliant on her, but just like expecting yeah. her to be in control of the friendship, make all the decisions in the friendship, decide where they're going to, what they're going to do that weekend, decide where, when they're going to go out. And it's like, if she, that person, if your friend is doing that for you and you don't really want that. And every time you try to suggest something to do, they're like, Oh no, I already planned for us to do something. That's probably not the healthiest relationship. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree with that. I think the easiest one is like, they don't support you. Like I, why would you be friends with somebody that doesn't support you? Like I have friends that are in different religions. I have friends that have lived different lifestyles, but I never put them down for their life choices because I understand why they're doing that. Like Megan put me down for believing in God, but she knew that like that was a part of my faith. She knew it was important to me, but she still criticized me for that in front of my face if she didn't say my name directly she definitely implied it and that's not that's yeah. not a friendship that you want ever yes yeah. it's like allow you have to allow your friends to have their own goals and not be judgmental for it so it's like just because like I have friends from home that they're very like practical with their goals like she wants to be a nurse you know and like I love that she wants to be a nurse because I think it fits her so well. But she's not going to be like, oh, you aspire to be in the entertainment industry. Like, she wouldn't do that because she knows me as a person and can see me doing that and, like, respects, like, the goals that I have for myself. And, like, Mm -hmm. vice versa. Like, we're going to support each other regardless of where we decide to go. That's so true. And I think, like, even out of this, I'm trying to think of a, a positive way to end this. I think out of this experience, it's just grown all my other friendships more because I have such a high expectations for them now. Like, there are friends that I don't have to talk to. Like, Elise, we don't talk every day. Like, we we just don't. But I know that we are friends. Mm-hmm. But I also have friends, like, we talk every day. Like, you and I talk just about every week now mm-hmm. um even even though we're long distance and i think that i think if i stayed in that friendship i wouldn't be able to last a long distance friendship because i was so reliant on her i was so mm-hmm. reliant on her to control everything that i was doing that i couldn't even think for myself yeah i also think like going through this really like gives you a realization of where your self-worth is at 
because you like start to realize like why am I letting myself go through this and it's like because I don't have I'm not valuing myself and like giving myself the respect to like not be put through this situation so I think it really has grown like my self-worth and like just like realizing like no I don't need to be like you like you said relying on people and I think like I've just had I think I don't know if you might feel the same way but like even since high school like I had a problem with it like in high school I was even more so like second guessing like I like my friends way more than they like me like I just don't know if we're like did she consider me a best friend like I would always be second guessing relationships because I was so dependent on them to feel like some worth for myself and like feel like enough to be in a friendship like that but like after this experience I was like I can't do that because I can't put myself through that because as much as like they're putting me through this too it's like I'm also allowing myself to be so easily like affected by these people and like that was like a cutting off point and I was like I gotta be okay with myself and be in a place where I like really am satisfied with who I am regardless if I have friends at that moment that's so good yeah that's so true too I feel like I like I feel like for most of my friendships just like probably more in like elementary school and middle school I I'm a very gullible person by nature like I just fall for things very easily (laughs) Um, and it's definitely like people have abused that and like people have manipulated me for that since I was in elementary school even like third grade I had no friends in third grade there was this one friend who really reminds me a lot of Megan she like would choose which day she would be my friend And I would let her, I would let her, I'd be like, yeah, you want to be my friend today? She'd be like, no. And then the next day she'd be like, let's be friends. And I'd be like, okay. And then the next day, like, she just wouldn't talk to me. I need to like watch that. And now like through this, since I'm older, I'm more mature. I understand more like why people do that. Like I'm, I can, I can, I can tell now. Yeah. I had a friend like Megan, but less like manipulative, I guess. It was like more like that was just who she was. Like she yeah. would be blatantly rude out of nowhere. And it would just be like taking it back. And then we eventually stopped being friends, but more so because we just stopped talking after high school. And like she also kind of, we also kind of fell out at the end of high school because we hung out with different people. But it just yeah, it just made me realize like I allow like these people, like as much as you're like, oh yeah, people just come into your life. You also allow them to stay there and you know what it's doing to you when you allow them to stay there. So it's like taking that ownership and being like, I have to pull myself out of these situations if I see myself getting into it. And now we like know the signs. Right. All right. Thank you so much, Batoda, for joining me for my, uh, you're my first guest. I just realized that you're my first guest. Yeah. Um, If you want to check out her channel, I will leave it in the description below. Um, She posts a lot of like college content. She's, She's so cool. I I love you a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm just happy. So she's going to be. Um, I've. Uh, she's going to be a great filmmaker, content creator, actor, actress, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> she's going to be. I'm. I'm putting that on you. Um, but yeah, I. I really do. No, but for real, I really do have a lot of love for you. We've been through a lot together, and we're still. We're still holding it down. <laughs> We're still holding it down. All right. Um, I This is a very long episode. If you listened all the way, I appreciate it. Um, tell everyone, we're going to end this. Tell everyone 
one thing that brought you joy this week? One hmm. thing. I didn't one, I didn't I didn't warn you. <laughs> one thing that brought me joy this week. I'll start off with mine while you're thinking. Okay. I started back reading Harry Potter again. I'm trying to read a chapter a day because I declare myself as a Harry Potter fan, but I have not read all the books, which I feel like is not I feel like a hypocrite, but I know I'm not, but like, you know, I've only seen all the movies like a billion times, but I haven't read the books. So I'm trying to read a chapter every day and like get through them in like half a year. So that's, Mm. that's the one thing that brought me joy is like actually reading them and like enjoying them. So. Okay. I feel that. My Mm. sister, fun fact, read one of the books. I think it was like Chamber of Secrets in one night for a bet. Like she. One night? Yeah. That's the one I'm reading right now. I'm reading the second one, Chambers. Yeah. It was like this. We went to the Boys and Girls Club, and like the staff was like, if you read it one night and come back and I'll quiz you, I'll give you like 10 bucks or something. And she like did it. Wow. And she finished it one night. And we're all like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but one thing that brought me joy, this is kind of boring, but just like I've been having like a good, solid couple days of productivity. And like mm. I caught up in all my classes. Like I finished editing the script for my film and like, I'm hiring this editor for it and like just being like I just gotta get things done so I can like do pursue things that I want to pursue so yeah yeah productivity that's good that's not lame that's great all right thank you so much for listening again thank you Matoda for joining me again and um we'll be seeing you soon because we got some more juicy topics to talk about yeah we got a lot of (laughs) we got a lot of tea to spill we got a lot of tea (laughs) thanks for having me on Lauren I love this podcast already and can't wait to listen (laughs) all right bye guys (laughs) 